today, uh, before we start the show, uh, I got a little ad revenue, got a little ad read uh, going to go into before we start the show because I need to take care of all my COVID treatments. So I got to get cash somehow. So pay attention. Hello, my conspiracy nuts, and you know who you are. This is Byron Dice, and you're listening to Let's Get to the Bottom of That Podcast, probably the best show on the internet, where each week I'm joined by Mike and Jason, and we cover a topic that's been left out in the public square, unattended and covered with questions from the official story. Today is episode 36, The Origins of COVID-19. Sit back and relax, and let's get to the bottom of this. Man Enterprises exclusively presents a talk show that will get to the bottom of things once and for all. And now, here's your host for Let's Get to the Bottom of That, Three Weirdos on a Mic. Well, it's that time again. Yes, it is. Welcome back to all our conspiracy nuts. It's the three weirdos on a mic. I'm Byron Dice, your host. Jason is back from wherever he's been. Right now, he's just staring off into space into some kind of <laughs> void. What's up? Not much, man. Okay. I, I was, was I here last? Yeah, I was here last time. You were. Yeah, yeah. We joked about your Sasquatch uh, droppings. I don't remember that. Okay. Anyway, listen to the show this week. Yeah. Or last week. It's dropping this week. I'm confused. Me too, dude. <laughs> Anyway, the the uh, artificial intelligence uh, has dropped behind us by the time you hear this. But we were talk we were joking with you about the Sasquatch droppings. Welcome in, Mike. Oh, that's right. Well, thank you. Now, what's up? What's up? Nothing, dude. Welcome to you as well. Uh, let's see. We got anything uh, current events to talk about before we get into this uh, hot bed of a topic today? This is this will be the one to get us kick off YouTube right here. The no, origins yeah, of COVID nineteen. We'll get kicked no off. Doubt. Sure. No doubt. Should we that's like? Fine. I hear a lot of YouTubers go. They call it the coup, or they call it the jab. They they change their words a little bit so they don't mess up the algorithm. Oh, okay. Should we do something like? that? No. Have you ever heard that? We're not going to censor. So we shouldn't say coat. We shouldn't say coof nineteen. No. So the algorithm don't pick up on it and. No. Okay. We, we, so we it's COVID nineteen. Listeners, listeners a disservice if we. Do it's COVID nineteen. That's right. Yeah. This one maybe don't even upload it to YouTube. We'll, no. We know. It's you know what. Or upload it, and then we just Upload get- it, just get the strike. We'll be down seven days, yeah. and then we'll come back, and then yeah. I just won't... We'll go to the next one. Yeah. A, okay. That's yeah. it. It's, it's only... Like- the, fir- the first strike's only seven days, so... Yeah, that's fine. So, you know, all we- all our people can go to Rumble and Bit Shoot anyway. Yeah. We got more We got more watchers and viewers over there anyway. Yeah, it's true. I don't know if you noticed that. That's where our people are. Yeah, our people. Our conspiracy nuts are living... Oh, by the way, I was going to read um, a comment... Oh, let me go here. Uh, talk amongst yourselves real quick. I got to pull this comment up from uh, I got on our YouTube channel. What? Talk about? Hey, well, I don't okay, know. we're gonna talk amongst <laughs> yourselves, Mike. Um, talk, okay, so this chick, uh, let's see, her name's Jinx Black Cat. Okay, she said, "Please tell me y'all have a TikTok." We don't. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We, and we don't. She's have first. she's been loving our stuff. Yeah. By the way, I mean, I don't. I personally don't want to. Oh, I don't want to either. I'm I'm just not a TikToker. I'm not that style. But I mean, I think I have enough information out there that's been grabbed by the government with just the social media apps that I do have. For sure, TikTok is just a way too egregious. That's if you want to take it to the next level. Yeah, Yeah. if you want to go to the next level. Hey, you know what? Every just have everything, please. Yes, and it's not even just for the U.S. government. It's it's for Xi Jinping. So yep. We don't want that. Yeah, you'll sign up for a TikTok, and the next thing you know, the ATF is at your front door yeah. asking about your guns to come and take. Yep. 
Oh, I did see a couple of a YouTube videos about the ATF. They're starting this new campaign about this trigger mechanism. Yeah. That's not illegal, but it allows the trigger to get back faster than the normal manufacturing. So you still have to pull it one, one round, one pull, <clears throat> but it makes it faster. Right. And they're coming around finding out people. I don't know how they find out who's bought these things. That's, that's a little weird and creepy, mm-hmm. but they're knocking on doors asking for these things. Yeah. <clears throat> Number one to my listeners, don't ever invite law enforcement into your house without a search warrant. Yep. Right. And don't Ever. speak to them without an attorney present. Correct. Yep. Cause they'll get you. You have rights. Yeah. That's the only thing that's stopping our country from collapsing is the constitution. Bill of rights. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And somebody on our YouTube channel said, I love our banter. I think he meant the banter that we have against with each other here. Yeah, and it looks like a little picture of Jason, actually. <clears throat> Stop it. That's oh, it is. Me. Is that you? That's, no, that's JD88. That's not me. I love our banter. That is, I didn't even notice that. that. Is Thank a, you. Somebody, that's a bot. <laughs> that is a bot. Uh, P.S. Michael. I don't know who this is. P.S. said, Thanks for posting your eye opening discussions. Uh, and then Jinx Black Cat, she's, she's just said, Hey, she was laughing about the plane intro about me jumping out of the plane. Um, was that the D. or db D. cooper yep okay and then somebody said something about her are they wearing contacts talking about the uh, the lizard people so <clears throat> and somebody said he's an idiot that's probably me they're talking about but uh say that where's, where's that right here he's an idiot <laughs> oh he's talking about snowden he's an idiot that's i appreciate that source dash uh anyway those are some of the comments on our youtube channel uh today we're talking about COVID-19, the origins. A lot of people, um, this is really surreal for me because it's been three years. Think about three years. And a lot of this stuff is fresh in my mind about what happened in 2020. I don't like what Mike said. This whole decade sucks. So far, far it was 2020. Everybody was like, remember the hype of 2020? Everybody was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And then it just squashed yeah people are like roaring 20s yeah this is gonna be awesome and then it just it just crushed immediately interesting enough i remember going into 2020 and watching the super bowl and i got wind so i don't know why i was watching uh who they're like live streaming this was before really yeah this was in february maybe the the week before the super bowl so the first week of february and i remember watching this live stream and it was just it was boring and I remember uh, the dude that's president of the WHO. What's his name, Mike? President of the WHO? <coughs> the, the speaker of the WHO. Um, is I mean, Ted something? Or it's like... I can anyway, Ted pull it up. Pull it up, Mike. Pull it up. Uh, but I remember watching is him. He still the, is he still the president? I'm not too sure. But I remember watching it. I'm like, this is interesting. Ted Tedros. Ted. Ted. Yeah, 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 Ted. Tedros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I remember watching him, and I'm like, okay, this is. He didn't sound too concerned, too much, but he it it did spark some alarm, and I'm like, okay, okay, cool, whatever. I'm gonna keep on following this, and he, and I would pull up days prior to the the Super Bowl because I'm like, and I even looked at somebody. I said, hey, I've been watching this. I've been watching this, and I wonder if that COVID, whatever they they're saying. This COVID nineteen, yeah, the coronavirus gets um, to the Super Bowl, 
Imagine, imagine they're just spreading, and we were just talking about because we we're just talking about zombies and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had a good time, and I'm like, nah. And but, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, what if? What okay. if? <laughs> what if? And then well, a month later, a month later, it was we have confirmed cases in three cases in in the U.S. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was three, and then it started building. <clears throat> yeah, rapidly. And then all of a sudden, basketball games there was a like yeah. cutout poster boards of people's faces, mm-hmm. and then come fall, there like you. That's funny you mentioned. What if it hit this stadium? Come fall, there were no stadiums. Yeah, mm-hmm. the teams were out there playing, and there's nobody in the stands. Yeah, there was. Like cutout boards. Yeah, they're cut out. The weirdest so thing strange. I've ever seen. I was like, so bizarre. I was like, why are why are they doing that? Was that for the players? I, I really didn't get why they were doing that. But the the yeah, progression of, of of everything that happened, it became surreal, especially because I work at a a company that uh, was um, an essential business, and so <clears throat> you could see the panic in everybody. Oh yeah, dude. I the fear that the, gripped the panic, this nation. The people going into the grocery stores just demolishing everything. Yep. Remember the toilet paper? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I've never seen so store so many stores empty like I did then. Right. Um I remember they they were like, "Hey, you need we're going to print you out this paper because you need to be um you need to have it in case somebody uh, the uh, officer, police officer or the government pulls you over, you need to have some kind of um, paperwork to show that you're an essential worker. Wow. And I said, this is crazy. Are you serious? Yes. <clears throat> so that place you worked at, mm-hmm. where did you notice the shelves were bare in yeah. that place? So, okay. Yeah. So it, it was just wild That's time. That's crazy that they I gave would, you papers. You yeah. must show your papers. Yeah, exactly. And then right. we, it was crazy to me. Yeah. And going to work or thir- during that first two weeks that we had, yeah. we wanted to drop the curve. Yeah, yeah right. flatten the curve. We, they, <clears throat> there weren't there weren't anybody on the streets. Everyone was home, but except for me. I and remember that it was eerie. Yes, yep. it was so weird. It was eerie, and then have to shine like show your papers. I'm like, this isn't gonna be good. Did you ever have to show your papers? No, no. yeah, no. That's but they printed out some paperwork and they said, hey, every every employee because you were essential because we were essential. Yeah, it was crazy, and then just everything that went bought went. Yeah. We will tell you who is essential. It's exactly how right? I Nine, nine, <laughs> nine. I like to think that everyone's essential. <laughs> yes. No, just a it, few of us. Yeah, I, I was not, apparently. You were not. Yep. Well, they, they, they shut our office down, and we all went remote. Same. And that year, 2020, was the actual year that our company was like, oh, okay, everybody, we really don't need offices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like 88% of our people are remote now because of that. Yep. Overhead, I guess. Yeah. 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 Companies don't have to keep such a deep real estate portfolio anymore. So not when you can do the same thing. Right. As long as you got, well, my job, as long as I have internet, I can do my job. Yeah. Same here. But thinking about the 2020s. Yeah. And three years ago. Three years ago. It, it seems, it seems far away. But it doesn't, mm-hmm. and then and then how it just you know like dramatically escalated each month, right? And right. You saw the numbers just rise, and then, yeah. And then you found out is it did it come from a lab, or did it yeah. did it come from a pangolin? Yeah, yeah. the wet market. Right, the or wet did it market. Come from some, some kind of, like uh, what's his name from uh, John Stewart? Yeah, did a bat? Did kiss, a bat? Yeah. Kiss a penguin? Who? 
There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, what and then spreads it to a human. <laughs> so that uh, it was just a strange time. Man. It was very strange. Did you guys strange. ever believe the wet market story? Absolutely not. No. I, that never convinced me at all. No. Never. And, never. I, and I'm not a vi- virologist. I just have common sense. Thank it just did make yeah. sense to me. Yep. Because um, if you said that, people would be like, oh, are you a virologist? Are you a viro- <laughs> Show me your credentials. It's yeah. like, dude, I have common sense. Yeah. I don't need a PhD. To I, know I like that one. Um, <laughs> somebody asked, and it goes, it's the same premise. Uh, somebody asked somebody what a woman is, and, and they were like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm not a biologist. And we're like, well, I know what a cat is, but I'm not a yeah. veterinarian. Uh-huh. Yeah, what are you talking about? It's just such a cop-out answer. It's ridiculous yeah. that we accept that. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Let's, let's just go through here. We're going down memory lane, which we can at any point talk about what happened in 2020. And we welcome anybody that's listening to put in the comments on our mobile app on the Q and a section of Spotify, any of your crazy stories that you had in 2020 that you can remember. Uh, but for a high level of what is happening or what we're talking about, let's just go over coronavirus. Okay. Coronavirus has been around for a while. If you look at your at your Clorox bottle, coronavirus has been on Clorox bottles forever. Just nobody noticed it. Nobody cared about it. Yep. But it's the name for the the appearance corona. Corona is Latin, means crown, and the virus's outer layers are covered with a spike protein that surrounds them like a crown. That's why they call coronavirus. Now, coronaviruses happen to be a family of viruses that cause illness in humans and animals. And there's seven different types that have been found in people. Okay, so here we go. SARS-CoV-2, a.k.a. COVID-19. SARS-CoV was a severe acute respiratory syndrome known as SARS. Then they had MERS-CoV, which was a Middle East respiratory syndrome, which was called mers and then you had this weirdness, weird ones that was usually just mild respiratory illness. HCOVNL63, HCOV229E, HCOVOC43, and HKU1. Not sure why they didn't get a, you know, the other ones, the COVID-19 got a, maybe it's popularity. COVID-19 got its own name, SARS got its name, and MERS got a name. But the other one's like, you know, it's not really killing people, so it doesn't get a nickname. That's, you know that's what I'm saying? probably it. Uh, so a the coronavirus identified in 2019, SARS-CoV-2, uh, caused a pandemic of respiratory illness called COVID-19. Now, here's the question for you, Mike. Okay. What is the official story that we were given about COVID-19? The official story of what exactly? Yeah, what, what, I mean, there was an official story out there that we were all led to believe I mean, it was on, it was, there was a death toll on CNN every yeah, day. Body bags. Body bags. There was hospitals shut down. The, there's no beds. Right. And there, there was a whole, whole debacle with Cuomo up in New York with retirement people getting shoved out or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you have in your notes what an official story that they gave us or CNN gave us or whoever gave us. The official story per like the origin of it. They said they would entertain basically all hypotheses, but they really put all their eggs in the natural origin basket, which I think we can all remember that. they, At the very beginning, if you said that this was from like a gain-of-function lab leak, what they would basically say is you're a crackpot. You're a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. No, seriously. 
They would say yeah. that. And, you know, they would, like, deplatform people and, like, all these other things. So the natural origin was, ba- like, the wet market is yeah. the story that we were all led to believe that basically... They still believe that today. Yeah. Yeah, which is stupid because it's been completely and thoroughly debunked by people who have very, very high credentials, which we'll get into. Well, <clears throat> since you you said a, a hot a hot topic or a hotbed, yeah. a hot mic moment when you just mentioned this word, gain of function. Gain of function. For the listeners, for our conspiracy nuts, that people don't know what gain of function is, can you can you uh, elaborate. elaborate on the gain yeah. of function? Sounds yeah. like you're fun, you're gaining some function. I yeah, that's essentially what it is. Is that what you when and I'm sure you guys and a lot of our listeners have seen a lot of those videos where Rand Paul is grilling Dr. Fauci about gain of function research that we were funding. Because in 2014, there was a moratorium on gain-of-function research and funding and grants in the United States. And pretty much at that time is when it all went overseas to China. Um, China. China. To China. China. And Why do you call it the China virus? Yeah. It's because it's, it's from China. <laughs> and China. Yeah. he w- Fauci would basically be like, oh, you know, he, he would basically play word games with what the definition is. but Right. To put it quite simply, it's to basically evolve a virus to, you know, gain transmissibility, gain lethality, things like that. Mm-hmm. Infect humans when it normally would not, when it was just like an animal virus, take it and, you know, make it chimeric, you know, take one piece of one virus, one piece of another virus, put them together. Now they can do a thing that neither original virus could, could things like before. that. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different categories of gain of function, but... Now, is gain of function illegal across globally? Illegal globally? I don't think so. No. Okay, so it is acceptable in some in some China. places in the <laughs> in, China. in China. Yeah, China. But we don't like it, and that's why he's getting grilled because he was funding that research in the Wuhan mm-hmm. Institute of Virology. Yeah. yeah, that was illegal for him to do that <clears throat> to fund that. Right, because there was a moratorium in the United States on gain-of-function research funding. Gotcha. And he was sending grants to, you know, basically a middleman that sent it to uh, Wuhan, and we can get into the details on that. But uh, You yeah. don't know what you're talking about. So anyway. I, when I watch those things with Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci, it always frustrates me when they're like, all right, Senator Paul, two minutes. That's stupid. Like, you should let him grill him for like eight hours. You, if, <laughs> if, if, we get, if we get to the truth... It's time well spent, right? Right. Torture the man. Get the truth out of him. So Dr. Fauci only has to survive for two minutes, and then he's off the hook, basically, which is essentially what he did. And some of those depositions, you can see him, like, visibly shaking because he's nervous because he's basically cornered. Wow. Go back back and watch us if you haven't. Let me ask you this real quick. This is for both of you. Since we're talking about gain of function, what, what is the purpose of doing gain of function research? Is there any, like, why would they even do why, it? Why is there, is there any outcome or is this just some mad scientist playing around with stuff that he shouldn't be playing with? I, I mean, is there some kind of, I would say the latter, but what they would say is that it's to see where the evolution of a virus is going so that we can react ahead of time. So you can basically push a virus 60 years into the future oh. and start planning for it now. Yeah. I so they're trying to come weapons. up with do what? I say biological weapons. Yeah. Well, I yes, mean, it's been happening since World War II. If if mm-hmm. they're creating something that we can't or, or we can't we, we have no um we're not immune to it. 
And if they're trying to go 60 years in the future, mm-hmm. what, you know, what if it happens if it breaks out now? What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. COVID-19. Basically COVID-19. <laughs> I mean, and we can't do anything about it. We can't stop it. And Fauci has said, I think he said in 2012 that um, gain of function research is worth it. Like if a pandemic were to happen, uh, it would be worth it for science just to because do that research. Because we should have the, the means to combat whatever's out there. Is that what he, that's his. He, he just thinks the research is so important that he is willing to risk a pandemic in order gotcha. to do that research. So basically you're trying to create something and then you're trying to create something to combat it. Yeah. That's, that's what we're trying to do. Yep. Okay. That sounds kind of like mission impossible too. I haven't seen that dude. <sighs> asking the it, wrong person. Add it to the long list. Wow. Wow. Yeah, there, there's six of them right now. So seven's coming out seven's this year. Going. He's still doing it, and he's still running in them. And he's st- every time. Everyone. Every time. Yeah, he's an athlete. He broke his, he hurt his ankle in one of them. Did he? Yeah, he leaped across a building, and it, his foot hit the building like that, and it, oh. Okay, that sounds really <clears throat> painful. And then when he was running in the next scene, you could tell he was kind of hobbling. But, mm. but he still did it. He, he went for it. That's amazing. Anyway. Um, yeah, same thing in Mission Impossible 2. They created a biological weapon, and then they created the, the cure for it so they could release it to the public, make their stocks go up because right. they had a cure for it. Oh, here's the cure. Yep. I re- released this on the public. Here's the cure, by the way. Yep. Moderna? Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Pfizer? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Okay. So, sounds like what happened. <laughs> a lot like what happened. Isn't that yeah. weird how mo- you'll, we've talked about this on the show, how Hollywood will make movies. Uh, we just talked about it last week with AI. You'll yeah. make movies about stuff and like that's that's stuff really happens. What how how are these people making movies? They're So let me hit on this really quick cuz it's on Go. it's on that point. So let's talk about Bill Gates cuz we all know his role in this. We all know he's just a Microsoft guy, right? Yeah, so he basically used his clout and his money to control global COVID-19 response with basically no oversight, right? Um, and there was an investigative journalist named Jordan Shashtel. I, I probably butchered his I last like name. I like that. That's but good. It, Shashtel. But, it, but it, it's close enough. He revealed that through Gates's investments in Pfizer's partner, BioNTech, that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation made 15 times its initial investment when the foundation sold their shares uh, at the height of their value in 2021. How about that? Yeah. I just explained that in that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and people might not realize, like, what that means exactly, because, you know, like, people with their retirement savings and stuff, they're like, oh, you know, I, I made 7% this year. They made 15 times wow. their investment. Okay? That's that's making 1,500% that year. It's wow. almost like you had some hand in creating the thing that you responded to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just looked, I, I can't prove that because I, I haven't waterboarded Bill to get this out of him, but it just looks like on the surface. Yeah, That's you, what happened. you don't even need to do that. Cause you can just see with your own eyes what yeah. happened. Right. You, but when people on, talk about it, they shadow ban you. Yeah. And deplatform you. And Bill will go on CNN and he's like, yeah, you know, everyone really just has to get vaccinated. The world's not going to go back to normal until it gets vaccinated. He uh-huh, said that. Yeah. And uh, vaccinated. it's like, oh, okay. And then he's just bumping the shares of what, you know, he's heavily invested in so he can make 15x what his investment was. 
The dude's a slime ball. Dude. That is just yeah, he's yeah, a slime he's ball. A dirt bag. It just doesn't make sense to me how scumbag. He he's into all these other areas where Dirtch he just bag. started out by stealing DOS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did that, he how did stole we get from there DOS. to here? He stole DOS, created Microsoft, and now he's like pushing vaccines. Yeah. It's he's he's actually said that it's been his most lucrative investment. <laughs> Which one? Vaccines. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes him. No. Nobody. He sucks. He looks like a weasel. Yeah. Yeah. Could be reptilian. He probably he is. Probably is. Yeah, if anybody is. I mean, he's definitely the one percenter. Yeah. Yeah. His dad was like on the board of Planned Parenthood. See? Yep. Yep. There you go. It's, and that's where all the lizard people are. They're at the and top. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. He's definitely in uh, one of our uh, secret society groups. We know that. Probably, oh, definitely. Probably multiple. Probably. Yeah. Um, Bilderberg. We know he attends. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, there, did he, where did closed. he go to school? That's a good question. Was it he Skull tra- and Bone? Was he, he in he, Skull and Bone? He dropped out. I don't know if he went to Yale or. I, I, th- um, I think it is Yale. Yale. Okay. I he, think. I don't know. Sounds right. Okay. That's that's only for seniors, though, if I remember correctly. Senior from, citizens. From, from our research. <laughs> he probably got nervous when he heard that they were coming for him. Yeah, but. When he found out he had to lay in the coffin with masturbation going on. Yeah. He tapped out and said, I'm going to get into vaccines now. Going back yeah. to those episodes. <laughs> He's like, that's an easier way to make money is just uh, pump and dump the vaccine stock. Come a long way, guys. Um, uh, Do you want to cover some more? Because I've got... Uh, Let's go over how the coronavirus spreads. This is from John Hopkins. Now, when I read their website, I was like, "This, who is writing this stuff?" Okay. Um. So just, just bear with me. As of now, researchers know that the coronavirus coronavirus is spread through droplets and virus particles released into the air when an infected person breathes, talks, laughs, sings, coughs, or sneezes. Larger droplets may fall to the ground in a few seconds, but tiny infectious particles can linger in the air and accumulate in indoor places, especially where many people are gathered and there's poor ventilation. That's why they told us to stay inside and not go outside. And flatten the curve. Yeah, don't don't go outside. Yeah, yeah, don't go outside. It's out there. Makes sense. And we we can talk about mask uh, in a in a minute. We'll get into that because I I want when the whole mask thing started. I, I just felt creeped out and I felt pressured and I felt the thumb or the, the boot on the back of my neck. When you put that thing on? Yes. Mm-hmm. When I saw everybody. And then I dar- started doing research on mask mm-hmm. and I found out scientifically the droplets of the COVID coronavirus droplets are smaller than the fibers on the mask. Yeah. So it was always going to go through it. Yeah, it's like a chain link fence trying to stop a mosquito. <laughs> Thank you. So when I found that out, I was like, what, "Does does anybody else know this information?" It wouldn't be in their best interest. Everybody to know. just blindly yeah. went along with the boot on the neck. The powers that be wanted it that way. Yep. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I mean, it, it went from local government officials all the way to the top. Like Everybody said, was in lockstep. Yeah. Did y'all see that? Yeah. Like I said before on other on the other episodes, this was a social experiment, in my I, opinion. I yeah. Th- yeah, I would have to agree. And we failed miserably. Yeah, we did. Big, I mean, big compliance. But now we know. Yeah. They can't do it again. <clears throat> I certainly hope not. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll see, right? <laughs> I, like, for instance, I, just the other day, I saw somebody still wearing a mask. In a mask. Yeah, I know. Outdoors. Outdoors. Yeah. And I was like, what are you, what, what's, what's happening it's, in your brain? I want to stop and talk to somebody like that. Every time. But I'm I just go nervous out, they're going to get mad and start shooting me. No, they won't shoot you. They'll just yell at you. Okay. Yeah. Every time I go out, I see people with masks still. Yeah. Just about anywhere. Target, you'll see them. Do you think that's in the back of their mind? This is what I still have to do because I may get something or they're probably just broken. Because before twenty twenty <laughs> Dude, it's true. Those are the ones that were left behind. They're just oh, broke. Yeah, they're just broken God. toys, man. Oh, oh my man. gosh. What but a most, way to put it. I see most people that live in the city, they wear masks. Yeah. Oh gosh. Because it's like if you catch my drift. Yeah, it's like a liberal merit badge. There you go. He said it. It is. Got it. It really is. They're like, it's like clout. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a sense of support. CP. I can't. Got I it. Can't talk. Go. Words are hard. Um, it's like they're better than you. That's better. Yeah. If two liberals get in a room and one of them's wearing a mask, they're like, oh, you're liberal, but you're not wearing a mask. Yeah. So. And uh, and, and uh, 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 um, what am I doing here? Yeah. Exactly. Get vaccinated. What did what did Biden tell us to do? <laughs> Get vaccinated. <laughs> and he would always say it. He would just and he, the way he said it in his vaccinated. Yeah, he'd like, and he like, would like hold his mouth. Yeah, he'd like bare his teeth. Vaccinated. Yeah, and the, how many creeped me out? Yeah, yeah. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yeah, and people started turning on people. Yeah, did neighbors ever, started turning neighbors in. Did you ever have any weird experiences with people that were? Like asking you if you'd been vaccinated and stuff like that. Yeah, not all. I had a couple of them. Not personal, like one on one. It was just from my job. Mm. Okay, from the CEO and everybody. They were asking, and then at uh, one point, because <clears throat> I didn't want to deal with it, I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and then they sent this whole thing out. Hey, everybody that said yes, y'all need to send the um. What was that thing called where you had proof? Yeah. That's crazy. What was that thing called? Your, your little card. Vaccination yeah, you, yeah. card. You, you need to you send us a photo. Of, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> do you know how many people I knew? What that- am I going to do? And then, so then I wrote them back and said, um, I must have misunderstood. I mean, I'm not vaccinated. Uh, if you needed a card, I had several people that, you know, could really? get you one for free. Hey, I can get you a card. Yeah. In the back alley. <laughs> Counterfeits were through the roof. Wow. I knew guys. <laughs> I, I, I knew guys. Yep. And a lot of people were like suspecting that there were going to be boosters because they told you not to laminate your card after the second dose. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So people were like, there's going to be boosters. And, uh, and sure enough. And sure enough, they came. Wow. Yep. How about that? The boosters. <clears throat> what, are we, what boosters are we on now? Six? Seven? I think it's five or six or seven. Wow. Do you think, crazy. Do you think like, if you think about it, because there was, there was a whole divide. This country's been divided a while. But this kind of like, like put a magnifying glass on the division. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you think some of the people that, because they look down, I th- feel like the mask people and the vaccine people looked down because they were like shaming people that did not get vaccinated because it was the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Our president said that about us. Yeah. So that's from the top. So he's shaming everybody about not doing, do you do your part or whatever? Yeah. Those people now, because if we look back, they, clearly show the evidence that the vaccines didn't work. Yep. Or they didn't do what they said they were supposed to do. What did they do? They didn't do it. Well, they changed your, your DNA is what they did. They, yeah. they duplicated it. 
It's so dumb. Yeah. Do you think those people in our group, wow, I was such an idiot. I don't know why I thought like that. There are a lot of people who regret getting vaccinated. They do. For sure. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have talked about it. <clears throat> I know um, a friend who one of his coworkers <clears throat> is 32, and she had a very serious complication with the vaccine. She uh, started getting blood clots in her leg and had to get her leg amputated. Are you serious? And she was 32. Did you see that documentary, Died Suddenly? I did. Yeah. And what's sad is those were people doing autopsies. Yeah. So they, they, those people that found that stuff were already dead. Mm-hmm. So it's clear to me that somebody alive could be experiencing that same thing in the bloodstream that somebody dead, mm-hmm. the clots in their, in their, and that's why people were dying. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Isn't that wild? It is wild because it, at that point you can't do anything about it. It's like doctors aren't looking at your blood system of a vaccinated person. It's like the medical examiner is the only one that can figure that out. Like I'm pulling this spongy stuff out of your your veins. Yeah, I can't even embalm you because you're so clogged up. Yeah, it seriously looks like calamari inside. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Mm. It's like clots I've never seen before. So with the vaccinations, like, I guess it's safe to say that we're not anti-vaxxers, like, in the sense, the broad spectrum of all the vaccinations. I'm, you know, I, I'm certainly right. not. What okay. about you, Mike? No. No? What about you, Brian? I'm not. A, well, what, what does that mean, though? Because. That's true. That is sort of like a loaded term. I, I, okay. I stopped. Of course, me. Before COVID-19, did you, were you, have you. <laughs> Ever had any sort of type of vaccination? Yes. Right. Yeah. When I was a I child, right. I went sure. through Absolutely. all the all the MNR or whatever it's called. Sure, 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 sure. All that stuff. What I'm getting at. MMR, measles, mumps, and rubella. There you go. What I'm getting at, those vaccinations had been studied mm-hmm. for decades. Okay. They they pooped this one out. In months. In, in months. months. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was so leery. That's and it was experimental. Was. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was. That's why I was so, like, standoffish. Because I'm like, dude, we we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. If this would have been years down the <clears throat> down uh, the road, then yeah, man, I, I'd be saying, yeah, I guess the science had mm-hmm. enough time to catch up and all this stuff. But it just seemed, it seemed too rushed, too quick, too just immature. Yeah. Them to yeah, I I think I heard premature. I think I heard a report that it's at least five to ten years that somebody works on a vaccine that mm-hmm. we've had in the past, right. like your polio's, your MMRs, all those things took time. They had to like, uh, work. You had to use cultures in a lab. You had to work on the stuff, and they had to do this at the Wuhan lab. Yeah, <laughs> what mm-hmm. right they, they, gain of function? Right. They didn't yeah. have time. And what the Data actually shows now there's like a, a big data set from Case Western where you can see that when you get vaccinated, you get a very small window of protection that rapidly wanes. And then at seven months post-vaccination, you have negative efficacy. So you're more likely to contract COVID than had you not gotten vaccinated at all. And what? There, there, yes. there it actually changes your immune system? Yeah. Yeah, and then the, the <sighs> argument is... Well, it won't be as severe as if you didn't have the vaccination. Yeah, that's, that's what, the argument. That's what they had to go to after um, they basically said, 
at first they were like, if you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID. Exactly. They're, That's exactly what they said. And then that fell apart. And then they're yep. like, okay, well, it prevents spread. And then that fell apart. And then they're like, well, the hospitalization won't be as bad. And uh, there will be f- there will be fewer of them. And that right. was, that's Not also a, dupi- a dubious claim because, yes. because of many, many reasons that are probably too numerous to get into, but a lot of shady stuff that hospital admins were doing and oh things my like gosh. that with, you know, the COVID-19 rapid tests and doing all those things, but. Right. Um, okay. All right. Let me, let me. Change gears here. Yeah, let me just. Let's change gears. Let's, let, let's go to origin here real quick. Uh, So I ran across this dude. His name's Matt Ridley. He's a biologist. He's a journalist. He's a businessman. He's he's also an author. He spent nine years as the science editor at The Economist. Um, I don't know what this means, but it said he's a member of the House of Lords. Okay. That sounds British or something. That does. Between 2013 and 2021. Uh, He's also served on both science and technology and artificial intelligence committee which we just discussed last week. Okay, he wrote a book called Viral, The Search for the Origin of COVID-19. I thought that was very uh, a very good title for this, for yeah. this research. Um, and here's a quote from him. How the COVID-19 pandemic started may be the keenest mystery of our lifetime. If we do not find out how this pandemic began, we are ill-equipped to know when, where, and how the next pandemic may start. Right. 100% agree with that. Makes sense. 100%. Now, I suggest that you go get this book. Um, It's called Viral, The Search for the Origin of COVID-19. The first chapter of this book is very interesting because it tells a story all the way back to 2012. not sure if you're aware of this. Uh, there was a uh, copper mine called uh, the Mahjong Copper Mine. Men were shoveling bat guano. Not sure why they were shoveling bat guano in a copper mine, but they were. Okay. Okay. Now, these bats, the kind of bats that were in this this uh, this cave or this mine, they were the small insect-eating uh, bats known as uh, horseshoe bats. <clears throat> okay? Okay. Now, I'm not sure how many people were in the mine, but six men were admitted to the hospital and diagnosed with a severe pneumonia caused by unknown viruses. Okay? So this was uh, 2012. All right? To summarize what happened, and this is very interesting. If you go back and read this chapter, when I was reading it, it, it took me, a cu- I had to go back several times to read it because it was kind of over my head. Because they, talk- they were naming viruses like, rat g13 and 4116 and how they mislabeled them and put them together and they were so close in in uh origin or so close in sequencing i had to go back several times and read it just because <clears throat> i wasn't uh, up on my virologist uh, <clears throat> brain but to summarize what he talked about there was an outbreak of a mysterious pneumonia in a copper mine more than 1,800 kilometers by a road from Wuhan. Okay. This led to patient samples being sent to Wuhan for an analysis. We're talking about the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So those patients that were admitted to the hospital, a lot of them died. I think only two of them made it out of the hospital without dying. Those samples were sent to Wuhan. Uh, then 
nobody would have known about this except in 2013, there was a dude in school that wrote a medical thesis and he wrote all about these six men, how they, how they were in the mine, you know, what, what happened. He wrote a thesis and he concluded after incorporating results shared by WIV, when I say WIV, I mean the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So he, he got those results that the miners that were infected, they had likely been infected by a SARS like coronavirus from the bats in the mine, mm. the copper mine. Okay. So what did, what did the scientist at Wuhan do? Well, they went on an expedition to seek the viral cause, brought back hundreds of samples from the bats to I heard, I've heard this. the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Yeah. So they brought back tons of samples. And they repeated their visits to the mine, and they turned up a bat-borne coronavirus in 2013, which was recognized to be a novel SARS-like coronavirus. Okay? So right here, what do we got, boys? 2012, we got people that got sick in a mine from bats, and they took samples to Virology Lab. Then scientists went to it to get more samples, and they concluded that there was an actual bat-borne coronavirus, and it was SARS-like. Okay. Okay? Okay. Now, here's what I'm really not clear on what this means here, but the, the Wuhan team partly sequenced this new virus in 2017. I don't know what that means. Sequenced. Does anybody here know what sequence means? What they sequenced the virus? It says they partly sequenced this new virus in 2017 and then fully sequenced it in 2018. I'm not sure what they're talking about when they... I think what that means is they basically broke down the virus to its uh, nucleotide components to see what the sequence was and what the order of the nucleotides were. Thank you. What a genius. Yeah, that's why I was like, when I read that, I was like, I'm sure I'm sure it makes sense, but I just didn't know what the sequence we need meant. A, we need an expert. <laughs> that's where I got Mike. So um, when its sequence was found to closely match the sequence of the virus causing COVID-19. Okay. So they had COVID-19, mm-hmm. and then they found the sequence from the bats in the copper mine. It closely matched... They, they closely matched, okay? Mm-hmm. So to me, that's like, that's the that's where it came from. That's Absolutely. A, that's the starting point? That To me, because yeah. the Wuhan scientists published that under a new name, mm-hmm. th- what they found, and they failed to cite their own paper detailing its discovery or to reveal that they had been studying the virus over the past few years, right. or they didn't mention that it came from a mine where there had been a fatal outbreak of pneumonia. COVID right. pneumonia. They didn't, they just, I don't know if, where their brains were, but they didn't, they didn't connect the dots. Right. Yeah, so I, I think that's probably accurate. They probably discovered this virus from, you know, the cave where the bat guano got the guys sick. Yep. Use that as a starting point. Um, realize that it probably wasn't that good at getting people sick, and they made it to the point where it could get people sick very easily. That, that would be the gain-of-function aspect of that. Gotcha. Mm. So the next question I have is, how did it get out into the public? That's something we don't know. Since we know the origins of COVID, which I think it came from a, 
a, a copper mine, Mahjong, how, and they and they went and grabbed samples. My thing is, hey, close that mine down. Nobody should go in there what if ever. They, what if they infected a bat and then threw that, that guy back into the cave? Well, see, the I don't think... Function, with I, the newly gained function virus. Could be, yeah. Right? Oh, wow. And then that goes to the wet market. Could be. Or just someone at the virology lab got sick and walked out. That's true as well. Or yeah. that. Because I heard they really weren't up to code. Over there, I, I I think it's more like that. Like somebody, wait, wait, wait. wait. There was the a Chinese hole. Cutting <laughs> the corners? Chinese, yeah. I don't believe it. I, I think it was like somebody had a hole in their suit. You seen those movies? They got yeah, a hole yeah, in their yeah. suit, and they're like, "Oh God, don't tell yeah. anybody." And they always cover it up. Yeah, someone and starts someone coughing t- the next. He day. went home. Yeah, someone family's t- done. Yeah, someone took off their gloves a little too early, scratched their nose. Yeah. There, there it was, right there. Yeah, it could and be then nervous. that same guy that happened to, he went down to the wet market and got some, whatever. Whatever he's yeah. eating down there, it's yeah. close to it. Yeah. I'm going for some lunch. Some ramen noodles with some bat. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some bat guana. And yeah. guess what? Bob's your uncle. Everybody at the wet market's done. Done. It could have even been a dare. You know, <laughs> two, 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 two virologists could have been like, dude, I dare you to touch that slide. To oh, my face. gosh. What if they were playing like dominoes or spades yeah. and that was like part yeah. of the part yeah. of the uh, pot? Yeah, loser has to lick the slide. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what if they were drunk and they were just having a good time and they messed up? Yeah. Could have been anything. It could have been sorry anything. I slipped that in your drink. Yeah. Yeah. What? Don't uh, it. <laughs> yeah. The person who probably like leaked it by accident, maybe the government killed them already. I oh, don't know. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about the reports of, of those some of those people missing? Those doctors? Yeah. Yeah, in they, China. Th- we don't know. They're gone forever, probably. Yeah. They do if you disappear in China, you're probably not coming back. You're not no. right. Back. No, probably. You're not coming back. <laughs> you're gone forever. Do you yeah, think you the know, like, I, sh- I shouldn't laugh at that. That's probably we, pretty that's, serious. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I does not <laughs> chuckling about it, and it's just like, yeah, that's probably in bad taste. I was reading some of this book, and some of the journalists um, that went over to investigate this cave or this mine, copper mine, because it's kind of off the beaten path, and you can't – because somebody, they were GPS it and trying to find it. And he said every time they went, there would be other people, weird people following them and then challenging them, and then they started roping off stuff. They made it very hard for them to maneuver in the country. Hmm. Interesting. The government. Caves. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that, uh, like, some of the people, like, let's just talk about the, the, lab, the lab workers, the scientists. Are there, so, they're there. And we, we always talk about the horrible conditions in China because the, the government regime, the Communist Party. But they're there. Or are they just like, yes, I want to make a difference in the world? Or are they you just kind of going? Told. Are they just doing... They're doing what they're told. Do they, they don't do what do they're they told, have they... any dreams? Or <laughs> you don't have dreams in a communist party? Are they like I'm really going to change the world in this lab here? No. If, you don't, if you don't do what I say, as a, then you, there's things that are happening. What to if it's what if it was disgruntled dude? Yeah, it was like I'm taking the I'm taking the communist party down. Yeah, it could yeah, be. could be. Do you I'm remember ta- those early videos of people in China who are like? having seizures in the streets and people were like thinking that's what COVID-19 was. Uh, no. You remember those? No. Yeah, those were circulating for a little while. It ended up being like a total fabrication. Oh, really? Yeah. What was you like like the seizures or the the video footage? The seizures. Oh, there's somebody was just in the street making yeah. stuff up. Yeah. Wow. To my understanding. Why would yes. somebody do that? I don't know. To make it seem super scary, I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. Sounds like Flocka. Did you ever get COVID? Yes. Let's just talk about that. I had COVID. Mike? Yeah. COVID? Jason had a hard. I had a hard. He had a hard time yeah, with us. It. it was pretty bad. My, I was I was down about a day. It was, and, and I attribute it to, like, I've had the flu before. Yeah. 
So that's what, kind of what it felt. It didn't feel as severe, but it was still, I was like, ah, I'm laying in bed. I'm not getting up. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? How did yours feel? It, it wasn't anything noteworthy. Like if, noteworthy. If, if COVID wasn't plastered all over the news, I just would have said I had a cold. Dude. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to go on that, that ticker death yeah. thing. I, I think, but you. Yeah. I was hospitalized. And I'm in rel- I was in relatively good shape. I just finished um, a half marathon a month before. Okay. Yeah, so my lungs were good. Um, I was feeling good until I got COVID. How was your sleep at the time? I don't remember. Was it good? I don't know. But I do remember how bad it was. I remember how bad the the virus was. I, di- I didn't think it was that bad until like day five. When did you make the call to go to the hospital? Day five and... When I could... When... When I couldn't get the fever from 103 down, and I, it was hard for me to breathe. Okay. Yeah, so when I struggled breathing and my fever wouldn't go down, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I need to go. Okay. Um, and then I vomited, and there was, like, blood in it, and I was like, okay, that doesn't seem too good. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's not good. So that's, that's when... It's never a good time. Yeah, So that's when I was like, ah, I got to go. I think when, when it got, like, like, surreal that I was maybe could die from this... Is the last because I went to the hospital twice. I went the first time and it was crowded, and they were we had they they put us like they had people in the lobby. They had they separated us, so you had the people with COVID over here and the people that didn't have COVID over here. Right, and um, people were in wheelchairs with oxygen, and I wanted oxygen, and they said you're not low enough. If your oxygen is below ninety, then um, then we'll give you oxygen, but you're not. You're at ninety two. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I'm, I said, but I can't breathe. We don't care. Mm-hmm. So they said, well, we'll hook you up with an IV. We'll get you some fluids and get you out of here. Okay. Um, and then so, they, oh, yeah. And then they said, hey, we'll give you a um, a inhaler. So, you know, hey. Well, it was interesting enough when they did the x-rays of my of my lungs, <clears throat> the, uh, the radiologist goes, and I go, what? what? <laughs> no, I swear to you. And wow. I go, I go, you have to tell me now. She goes, I'm, I'm going to have to wait until the nurse or the doctor come in. And I said, no, just tell me. She goes, you have a very severe case of COVID pneumonia. I said, what's the difference? She goes, well, the way it attacks your lung sacs or whatever, she goes, it's different. And it's because it's, it's not bacterial. It's a viral thing. I said, okay, okay. Anyway, so when I went home, uh, the next two nights is when it got really bad. And they said, if you, if you go below 90 for several hours then you should come in back in and i was like i'm not going to the hospital again though and so one night the the two nights after it got down to 76 and i couldn't i couldn't get it up man i tried breathing it like studying like being steady and doing breathing exercises and i couldn't get up and that's when i got scared and i I couldn't walk five feet without without um gasping for breath gasping for breath wow when i got scared i was like oh crap This is this is real. Yeah. Um, but I was I was healthy. I was healthy. I was I, I like I said I was I just finished training for a mar- half marathon and so who knows? Yeah, it's pretty wild, dude. Yeah, that would be pretty scary. And they and they, every time they they talk they, they talk to me like the doctors nurses. Have you been vaccinated? I go no. They said <laughs> you're gonna be here a long time. I said I'll be out of here before Christmas. <laughs> and they said <laughs> and then it was only until one one dude from Seattle. He had moved to um, Kansas City because he, uh, there were that hospital he was working made all of the people get vaccinated. And he goes, "I'm not going to." So he moved over here, and when he wow. did, 
the the um, hospital that he was at now, they didn't. That wasn't a requirement. Okay. And he kept on saying, "Hey, dude," th- and I'll never forget him. He kept on saying, "Your oxygen's too high. We're gonna lower your oxygen." I go, "But I won't be able to breathe." He goes, "Yeah, you will." Mm-hmm. And I said, "I don't think I will." He goes, "Yeah, you will." Okay. And he'd come. <laughs> he'd come to my. He'd come to my room. He was the only one of the only nurses that came in the room and said, "We're gonna turn it down." And he'd turn it down, and then turn it down, and then I started breathing. I'm like, oh "My gosh, <clears throat> I'm breathing on my own." And then that's when I was like, "Okay, we're getting out of here." Cool. We're going on Christmas. What do they treat you with? Anything? Yeah. Um, remdesivir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's. Mike, that's tell it. Us, I didn't know. That's it was what they so did bad. with my mother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I didn't know it was so bad. Yeah. Remdesivir. Mm-hmm. Why is it so bad? Because like. Messes up your kidneys. It, and your it, liver. Can, it can hit your liver pretty hard, from mm-hmm. what I've heard. Um, my neighbor got it as well, and I think he had a really bad reaction to it. Oh, good. Oh, um, yep. But yeah, it, it was just like another, th- like a way <laughs> to not use anything that was like off label, like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yep. know. They they eviscerated Joe Rogan because yeah. of the. He was horse paced. <laughs> That was so bad. Oh, Podcaster takes horse paste for COVID nineteen. Oh, yeah, gosh. that's crazy. Yeah, but he fought back. He, he fought did. him back good. Yeah, because he, he was he called him out, and he had one of the guys on their their show, a doctor. Yeah, he called him and he said, "Why why don't you why don't you tell what are y'all doing over there? Why don't you call your people out?" Oh, that was well. A, did the, they really say that? And he was like, "Yeah, they said it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sanjay Gupta when he had him. Yes, on. that's yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. Sanjay yes. Gupta. Yeah, he was yeah. almost he Trash. tried to crawl out of it, but then he called him out. He's like oh, sleazeball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Media doctor. Media doctor. Yep. CNN, right? Yeah. Pff, right. Yep. Gross, nasty people. So of over course there. he's not going to say anything. Yeah, he don't yeah. want to lose his job. No. And meanwhile, <clears throat> Joe was sick for like eighteen hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting into a plunge bath yeah. the next day. <laughs> yep. Cool, bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 10 key facts. Yeah, we can go over this and then we'll kick it back to you, Mike, because you got a lot of uh, really interesting notes. Sure. Um, yeah. I was just going to go over since we just talked about. Uh, I have a question. I don't know if I should go over the 10 facts that unravel the COVID 19 narrative or go ahead and answer this qu- or ask this question. What do you think it means? For instance, David Icke. When he says COVID-19 was the biggest hoax on humanity that he's ever seen. And we hear Jason here talk about he couldn't breathe. It's real, whatever. What do you think he means when he says it's the biggest hoax? Um, Not the actual disease. He could mean that. So there's um, two theories when it comes to things like that. There's germ theory, which is the one that's widely accepted. And then there's terrain theory, which is the one that people say has been like completely debunked. But you'll hear some people say that viruses don't get you sick. Vi- mm. Like blaming a virus for getting sick is like saying um, a fire truck caused the fire. Just because mm. just because it's there at the time that you're having the problem doesn't mean that it's the cause. <clears throat> that's that's like the argument from terrain theory. Terrain theory. Okay. Are, I think they argue, and I'm I'm not entirely. Sure, on all the ins and outs, but there's some people that are big proponents of it, and it's like sort of like when you get sick, it's like your body detoxing something, okay. along, something along those lines. Maybe. I I mean it it would be it would be pretty wild if if that ended up being true. I don't know. Wow, for real. Um, because it seems like things spread from person to person the way that they describe germ theory to be. Um, but 
I don't know. I mean, it, I, I've never looked at the stuff under a microscope. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking an expert's opinion on it <laughs> for it, you know. I just find it interesting that I can't think that he means that the actual SARS-CoV-2 is a hoax because it actually got people sick with, with pneumonia symptoms. I, I, I have to think he's thinking about the, the hoax of the tyrannical government shutdown do what I say kind of thing. Mm, That's okay. what I kind of think he means when it, when he says it's a hoax. I would like call that mask. like a psyop more than a ho- hoax. You know what yeah. I'm saying, though? Yeah, because like a hoax is like something that wasn't true. Yeah. Or the so mask. I can't. Yeah, the mask thing wasn't true. Yeah, that right. Was hoax, yeah, the mask thing wasn't true. The rapid tests aren't true. The vaccination no, right. wasn't true. Right. Yeah. Even the developer of the test came out and said this is not meant to diagnose anything. Terry, uh, Carrie Mullis, he said that. Yeah. And he also hated Dr. Fauci. (laughs) (laughs) From way back in the day, not not even his recent stuff. Let's go over some of these facts that unravel the COVID-19. Number one, COVID-19 is not as dangerous as previously thought. Uh, The median COVID-19 infection fatality rate was 0.27%. No, I'm not sure at the time of this writing what it is or if it's been changed. Um, but I remember back in 2020, the death rate was so high that everybody was scared to go outside. They were, they were rubbing down stuff with, with sterilizing solution. Yeah. I bathed in bleach. Yeah. Every, so, and they were like, Hey, we, we got to flatten the curve. Um, but then we come to find out that I always thought flattening the curve was a bad idea. The, the fatality rate was like nothing. It wasn't as bad as everybody made it out to be with that death ticker on CNN. Yep. I do. Man, remember that? Yeah, just every day is like, hey, you're dying. I know. Dude, because like, yeah, when you flatten the curve, you also broaden it. (laughs) Right. You do. So it's going to last longer. Which it did. It did. Lasted years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number two, early medical treatment works. Yep. Ivermectin basically obliterates transmission of this virus with miraculous effectiveness. That's a quote from Dr. Pierre Corey. Yep. He's now dead. Yep. Yeah, from COVID. Zev Zelenko. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Zev Zelenko said the same thing. He's in there. I see doctors. He died of cancer, unfortunately. But oh, dude. Yeah, he had a really effective um, stack, basically. Yeah, it was a treatment. Yep. I yeah, I know a lot of people that had private, um, what do you, private uh, offices that treated their patients like they wanted to treat them. They had very good yep. success rates. Yeah. And that, that would have been better than what we had. Imagine if we had set up like basically like a data grid where it's like, okay, let's connect all the millions of, you know, doctors that are treating their patients and see what their protocols are and what their results are. Yeah. And let, let, the, let the good ones bubble up to the top. Let the bad ones, you know, go away. Oh, yeah. It would have been over in like weeks. Like wow. Solved COVID. Yeah, it's almost it goes back to don't let a crisis, a good crisis go to waste. Yeah, and that, and that would have been a decentralized approach, but that's not how we. Think oh, of problems, and and I'm getting this uh, information. I'll put this in the show notes from America's Frontline Doctors, which uh, were, uh, I don't know, they were thrown off YouTube. They're they're the ones that were stood in front of the White House. They had a um, a forum to talk about th- that. All of this stuff. It was a, a, a doctors that had regular practices that saw successes at their practice, and nobody wanted to hear it. 
Right. And they called them kooks and stuff. Yeah, I think they were going after Dr. Pierre Corey's license for a little while. I'm not sure if they still are, but. And this is uh, number three. The PCR positive does not mean contagious. I guess that's what they were telling us. I'm not sure. Um, The test should be limited to a maximum of 30 to 35 cycles since over 35 cycles, 97% of the results would be false positives. Right. So they were saying, they were telling you, oh, you're positive. You're about to transmit this to somebody. Uh, The fact PCR test results are not an accurate indicator of whether somebody has COVID, much less much less whether they are infectious. Number four, asymptomatic transmission is rare. I guess they were saying that it was. They, they were making a big deal about asymptomatic they, they spread were. for a while. They were like, you don't have to be showing any symptoms to give someone COVID. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Anything to, you know, fan the flames of fear, they were saying. Yeah. A meta-analysis of 54 studies and concluded that ASIS, asymptomatic transmission even within the household, was less than 1%. Right. Debunked. Uh, number five, lockdowns are ineffective and costly. Uh, yeah, there's no compelling evidence that suggests that shelter in one place uh, would significantly stop the spread of COVID-19. That was just a... Uh, uh, vaccine passports are unscientific and unethical. Absolutely. Yeah, unethical, for yeah. sure. And potentially the mark of the beast, we're not sure. We're not sure. Uh, I don't know why she said 10, but she repeated uh, six and seven here. Uh, Number eight, kids are paying a disproportionately high price for COVID response. Yeah, that I I agree with that because uh, the the kids had to stop going to school. There was all kind of mental health going on with the kids. Dude, I couldn't. That was my son's first year of kindergarten of school. That sucks, man. Dude, we couldn't go in there. We he went into a building all by himself, masked up with a whole bunch of other people that are masked up, and we could just wave at the car. We couldn't even go to the building. That's wild. What? We just waved and let him go in. We didn't know. We Smile didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we got a, we got a friend whose uh, daughter has like some, uh, sh- she's really behind on her speech development because of all the masking. Yep. Because during her. Are you serious? Yeah, because yeah, all these kids during their formative years when they're learning speech and watching their parents' mouths and lips when they're speaking and mimicking that as they speak and developing that way, the mask ruins all that, dude. And speak la- speech language therapists have come out and said this. There's a huge spike in people that are underdeveloped with their um, speech development. I've, when you when you were talking about that right now, that this whole thing reminded me of an episode on Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Which one specifically? No, this one. Yeah. Like, this could be this written could for be that a, show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This could <laughs> like, be this a, could be an episode of that. Mare, yeah. He's like, like, hey, let's put the mask on. Our children can't speak right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, let's, hey, I'm dropping my kid off. I'm waving to him. Yep. I can't see, I can't go in the building. It's just weird stuff like that. That's, weird, that's, that's weird stuff you'd see on Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Dumb. Uh, let's see, number 10, the last one. COVID-19 vaccine effectiveness. A study in the European Journal of Epidemiology concluded that there was no difference between jurisdictions that were highly vaccinated and those that had lower levels of vaccination when it came to a new COVID infection. Right. Debunked. Yeah. So those are uh, those are, are nine ways that the um, COVID-19 narrative um, is shut down. 
Yeah. And with the vaccine efficacy, I mean, you can really just look at the countries that were highly, highly vaccinated, like the U.S. 270 million people received at least one dose of the COVID vaccine. And we had some of the worst outcomes in the entire world. Now, you could say, you know, we had there's a lot of variables with that because like Uttar Pradesh, I think, did the best and they really didn't vaccinate much at all there. But they get a lot more sun and they're outside a lot more. Uttar Pradesh? Uttar Pradesh. Is that a country? Yeah. Wow. I think it's... Uh, I can't wait till they start listening. Yep. Yeah, it's like right around India, I think. I can't wait to see them on our... Or, you know, I look the countries. Mm-hmm. Udar Pradesh, I'll be looking mm-hmm. for those. Yeah. Analytics. I'll, I'll set my mm-hmm. I'll set my VPN to that. I can't wait. Next time I listen. Please do it. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I get great joy every time I set my VPN to a new country, and then two days later, Byron. And then Byron's like, hey, they're listening in Taiwan. <laughs> That's hilarious. What if it was, Mike, this whole time? It is. Is it? And really? I'm here for it. I'm here is for the it? ride. No, it's not. It could be. I'm here for the ride. What if it was and I just hadn't told? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years from now, hey guys, you know, uh, hey guys, nobody nobody me. knows us in in Taiwan. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody knows all those all those views, all those yeah, Jamaica. We just hit Jamaica. No, nobody knows us down there. That's funny. But yeah, the scary thing about you know this vaccine is like we don't really know what the long term effects are. We talked about that yeah. a moment ago. Yeah, and when you look at the number of vaccines that were administered globally. Let's see. It was uh thirteen billion three hundred and fifty million five hundred and thirty thousand and five hundred and eighteen vaccines were administered. That's how many. What? That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. Wow. Yeah. See that big number? That's it, dude. Wait. That's crazy. Oh, and here's the cases and deaths. Yep. Billion. Yeah, cases and deaths. So in, in the United States, 1,125,209 people have died as of May 10th, according to the WHO. But you could really argue that maybe some of those things weren't necessarily strictly COVID. Yes, because they, the they, they were kind of they were remember st- the numbers. They were they were boosting their numbers like somebody came in with a broken arm and it was, he was it was COVID. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Though. Okay. They were basically stamping everything as COVID. Yeah. You know, you could die in a motorcycle accident and they'd be like, right. Co- he always had COVID in his lungs. Yeah. The uh, the COVID made him crash. Yes. The only interesting yeah. he started coughing and, and couldn't make it. Uh, during the pandemic, I would look at Bing their um their COVID tracker. Oh yeah. Bing is Microsoft's um website platform, right? Mm hmm. And who owns who had the biggest share in Microsoft? Bill Gates. Bill right? Gates, of course. Thank the, you. Okay, so I used to watch it religiously, the 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 COVID tracker on being. And um I just remember watching all these countries increase. All these countries increase. And do you know what one country did didn't increase very much? China. Yeah. The second they, biggest like country stopped? in the world, population wise, and they were like at thirty five thousand for I don't know how many months. Mm-hmm. It just it just would go up maybe five, ten, fifteen a day, huh? And I would watch that, and I'd be like, "This is insane! How is it the second biggest population in the world, and where it came from?" <laughs> and I we just we just trust Bing, and we just trust Microsoft and Bill Gates, and yeah, it, it was that's true. This so all the, that all that was just so I guess fabricated when, when those I, numbers, yeah, I guess when I maybe what he's saying is like, "Hey, <laughs> all, there's I, a lot of yeah false." Stuff that's been put out there. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I think he means when he says it's a hoax. 
Like, yeah. w- this this got loose, and then we took advantage of it, of the human population. Yeah. yeah. And in many ways, like, the future repercussions of this, you can kind of already see some of it. Like, there's a lot of people who had, like, really close families and stuff that this basically caused a rift yeah, am- amongst family members. People have gotten broken up over this. All sorts of things. People don't really... really yeah. Oh, yeah, for <clears> sure. <throat> Yeah, where like you know, one person in the family you know is a huge COVID vaxer, vaxer hates people who don't get it, and you know talks crap about their family members that don't have it. All these things. So, yeah, I remember that was they were that was a big story on the news about uh, Thanksgiving. They were like, "Don't get to, don't get together, yeah. don't get." Remember that? Yeah, we had Fauci on TV canceling holidays. Yeah, it was on. It was, you don't get together for uh, Thanksgiving this week, and I was like, "Dr. People are crazy." Of course, right. I'm getting together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good old Anthony. He's, Anthony. He sucks, dude. And he, and he gets to basically, you know, ride off into the sunset. That's what he did. Yeah. He, he, they'll never get him. I don't think so. He, he got away with everything that he, he did, which I'm not sure if we really ironed out that much. I mean, I can hit on it real quick. Yeah, so. go ahead and get some these key players here. Yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely one of the key players for sure. He obviously served as the director of um, NIAD, which is the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. <laughs> For a very long time, from 1984 to 2022, and uh, was chief medical advisor to the president from 2021 to 2022. So, you know, he was basically like the architect of a lot of our response with all this. And when he followed the money, you can really see, um, and you learn some of this through like emails and stuff, and then uh, some some other information from other places. But we had basically United States federal agencies which is like Tony Fauci and many others giving money to eco health Alliance, which the president of that is Peter Daszak. You'll see him in the emails with Fauci. And then eco health Alliance was sending money to the Wuhan Institute of virology. That's how they were getting around that funding moratorium, that grant moratorium on gain of function research. They That's were Dr. She. Yeah. She's, she's Lee. Yeah. She was, uh, she was a big, player in uh, the chapter I was reading, she had uncovered that stuff and found out with the sequencing stuff. And she, um, somehow relabeled this stuff. She was, she was a big part of that. Yeah. She, she directs, she's like a director at the Wuhan Institute, um, of virology, but yeah, basically some of the money that was going around. Um, so in May, 2014, which is five months before the moratorium of gain of function research, EcoHealth Alliance had secured a NIAD grant of roughly $3.7 million, uh, which it then allocated to, you know, collecting bat samples, building models, and performing gain-of-function experiments, right, mm-hmm. to see which vi- animal viruses would jump to humans. And then Xi Jinping Li herself listed U.S. government grant support of more than $1.2 million on her curriculum vitae, her CV, 665,000 wow. of which came from the NIH between 2014 <clears throat> and 2019. So the idea that we weren't sending money over there is silly. That kind of makes sense that she's involved in this now. Yeah. You're connecting the dots then. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that she had, she was involved with all this money. Right. Follow the money. And Eco Health Alliance with all their connections over there in China, by 2018, they were pulling in up to $15 million a year in grant money from various federal agencies. Isn't that nuts? Wow. Our tax dollars. Yeah, $15 million a year. Our tax dollars. Yeah, it's nuts. 
We 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 funded, bought and paid for by the United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a that right there is a good reason why we sh- should really downsize the federal government. Yeah. Absolutely. We a, we, it, it's a sieve, dude. They're, they're pushing up the debt ceiling because they can, can't stop spending. And then when you learn about it, it's like, here's where money's going. Yeah, it's like, 15 million over here. Yeah, 15 million over here. Trillion in Ukraine. It's like impossible to keep track of where it's all going. Because they're like, oh, omnibus spending bill. It's like 15,000 pages long and they have 48 hours to read through it. It's money. insane. Yeah, yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll read it after we pass it. Right. What an idiot. Yeah, dude. And... uh Getting back to what we said earlier about how only crackpots think, you know, that it came from a lab leak. Dr. Robert Redfield, who is a virologist who served as the director of the CDC. Yeah. Um, he was on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. saw him. He was asked about his thoughts on if it was created in a lab or if it was natural origin. He said, I was concerned about the presence of the furin cleavage site, which is a part of the virus. Um, I think it's important to understand what this cleavage site does. That cleavage totally changes uh, the orientation of the binding domain of COVID. So it now, which it could not see the ACE2 receptor, which is the human receptor, it totally changes the orientation now so that it has a high affinity for the human receptor. And then he goes on to say that the sequences that they used in in those 12 nucleotides for arginine were the arginine sequences coded for the human arginine. So why did this virus have the arginine sequences for the human there and not bats? It was very disconcerting to me. It looked like the virus was engineered. So mm-hmm. he, he said that in a Senate hearing. And then Dr. David Baltimore, who is uh, one of the wor- most famous microbiologists in the world and a Nobel laureate and a pioneer in my- molecular biology, he said that the furin cleavage site is the smoking gun for the origin of the virus. He, so he concurs. He agrees. You had me at cleavage. Yep. You had me at uh, I was orientation of, <laughs> yep. of and cleavage. The, and the, 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 transi- the transition of the or- orientation <laughs> trans virus we got going on here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. These guys. But, yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, it is wild. So, I mean, these are guys who, like, really, really, really know their stuff. These are like top experts in, in their area. And they're like, yeah, here it is right yeah, here. But See, nobody cared. Yeah. No one cares because it's boring. Yeah. They're like, furin cleavage, what? Look around. Who's cleavage? Like, nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what about the wet market? That's more exciting. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Um, Put on are, this mask. Are, are, they, are they saying this was um, was produced? Yeah, they're saying. And, and not, it didn't come from the copper mine? Well, it or are they saying it came from it, and that's where we got our stuff to to send it out? One way or the other, it was engineered. Yeah, a baseline virus had to be introduced at some point. They probably so got it once from they a got the samples, then they were like, "Hey, look at this! Right. Let's see if they could, we could spread this to humans or mutate it or something." Yeah, let's make it jump. Yeah, to a human, mm-hmm. gain a function. Gain and function. by the way, your cleavage looks great. Yeah. Yep. It's a good orientation. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> orientation. <laughs> wow. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. No one ever heard of them. Yeah. No, that's what they don't talk about right there. Yeah. Um. Do Do we need? You got a lot of notes here. Do we need to cover more, I or think we need or, a or do we need two. a part two? Yeah, we need a part two. We can hit the spars pandemic thing and then call it good. Okay, go ahead. So the spars pandemic, twenty twenty five to twenty twenty eight. Have you guys heard of this? No. I haven't heard of spars. It hasn't happened yet. So what this, yeah, about? this was published in twenty seventeen. Um. So we're this is a future. That this is, yeah, they're talking about a future pandemic here. It was Johns Hopkins Pandemic Preparedness Training. 
of course exercise called spars that was the name of the virus which stood for like uh it happened in saint paul in their fictional scenario it was like some people went on vacation to uh the philippines i think and then they uh came back and they called it saint paul something something respiratory virus airborne respiratory virus and they were talking about a fictional pandemic scenario with that and when you look at it it's like exactly what happened like it's it's like oh gotcha this was in 2017 yeah and if you type in spars pandemic 2025 in google you'll find the pdf where you can read the entire thing i read about half of it last night it's related to mers and sars yeah okay and yeah basically it said the pandemic will be a coronavirus it's going to be related to mers and sars it's going to come over here to the united states it'll shut down cities and terrify people there's going to be confusion regarding a drug as a proposed treatment so you know all the off-label usage that we were talking about and they're going to use that confusion to basically funnel everyone towards mass vaccination they talk about it in there wow yeah and mm. and they go into way more thanks detail. a lot guys yep so yeah it leaves the question about like was this all planned it was a pandemic. <sighs> yeah that's good yep that was good absolutely yeah Plandemic. Plandemic. I think there's a documentary on youtube called Plandemic, or they've taken it down i think there's three of them Plandemic one, two, and three. Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched three. I gotta yep. watch that one. I haven't watched yeah. any of them. The, I watched the first one. It's got like Jude, Dr. Judy Mikovits in it. Um, COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. And we'll leave with that note. There we go. It's gone. Um, it's yeah, done. It's done. It's over. So the pandemic's gone. <laughs> I gotta watch number three. I didn't know there was a number three. Yeah. So you've seen one and two? Yeah, they've shut that down as well. Shadow Band. Yeah, I think you got to go on the website and watch it. I think so. Wow. Well, uh, that was a good episode. I, I Look, I think there was a lot to talk about as far as the origins. I think the origins was from the copper mine, and then it got mutated like you're talking about with the cleavage. Yeah, the orientation. <laughs> orientation. And, and it was gain of function. They released it to the public. To plan it out, just like they had in uh in the in what's that called the spars spars yeah. So they had the blueprint. They just needed somebody to fund it, which we did with fifteen million dollars. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. And then Jason almost died. Almost. Almost. <laughs> they almost got you. They can't stop him though. Yeah, and all, all these people, it's like the same like population reduction people that are behind the scenes here. Exactly. And I never got vaccinated. Yeah, good. Hey, guys, make sure you visit our website, bottomofthat.com. Check out our blog for all our show notes and resource material. From there, you can find us on our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You know what? If you did not like this episode, I thank you for listening. And tune in next week. We might hear Mike say, COVID-19 pandemic was planned from the beginning. Exactly. Ooh.